Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Look at the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's... That's Story Show! Hey! This is that story show, people. I turned into a bat. I flew into this lady's house. (laughs) I left her some guano. (laughs) Hey, podcast people. This is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 294, brought to you the week of April 25th, 2019. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hi, I'm Lucas, and... um... I try to look like John as often as I can. And that's easy to do. You just shave your head and smile and apologize. That's all you have to do. I grew a beard just for this episode. Well, welcome to the show. I know you're not John and everybody's all like, oh, dang. Now we're stuck with James and who? Lucas Kirk, of course. He's better than, than, he's not better than John. I can't say that. Um, I'm equally as gaseous. That's, well, yeah, there's that. There's that, but um, so thanks so much. John couldn't be with us today. He has stuff that he has to do for his job, and I told him, you know, um, you know, your priorities are jacked up. You know, the show is more important than your paycheck and your family, and you know, your credibility with with real life people. You know, you you owe it to our audience to forego well, all that. And and he real- works for a church, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, he does. So, so when your church boss says, "Hey, I need you to do this," just be like, mm, "I prayed about it. Mm, I can't." Yeah. Well, he's What's in, he going to do? He's in a situation right now where he's in a job without a distinct set of responsibilities, and so a lot of stuff's getting dumped on his plate right now. So, you know, mm. yeah, just uh, just just keep him keep him in your prayers because I think he's slowly going crazy. I really do. Well, I prayed about that, and um, we'll see. I had somebody tell me they were praying about something, and God had an answer uh, for them, for me uh, from them. I hadn't had that happen in a long time. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? When somebody comes up and says, I was praying about something, and God had a word, has a word for you? You know, I, I don't want to get into uh, religious or theological discussions, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 it's just been a while. Simple yes or no. It, it's <laughs> it's been a while. I, I was formerly in in uh, assemblies of God churches. I, I now consider myself reformed, but it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had one of those, but it was at a Baptist church. Um, That's not a Baptist church. That it is, it is, and 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 I was like, he's like, I was, uh, you know, I have a word from God for you, and and it's no. He just says no, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm glad God's talking to somebody because lately it's been a little quiet. I was actually thinking about this a little bit ago, and uh, I was like, man, I rem- you remember you've heard this before. People tell you that. Um, God speaks to us still, and uh, his voice sounds different to everyone. You ever heard that? I I have heard everything, yeah. (laughs) So there you go. And I've heard it in every voice, every type of voice, so. Uh, Yep. Yeah. It actually used to bother me when I was a kid, because people would say, 
you know, God told me this and God told me that. And I'd be like, I don't, I've never heard God. Are these people hearing the, I mean, up into my twenties, I'm like, are people hearing God? Like he talks to them and it, like audibly and I'm missing out. You know, I've been a good Christian kid my whole life. What the heck's going on? And <laughs> it took a long time for me to realize that people don't mean that. And, and if they do mean that, they're probably crazy people. Because I don't know. Maybe, maybe people do. Maybe people do. Uh, and I'll, ma- I'll say this. There was a lot of things in the in the um, charismatic churches that I used to go to that would scare me. Yeah. Like, for instance, when I would come home from hanging out with some friends and and none of my family was out in, like, the living room. They were all in bed, oh, but I yeah. didn't know they were in the, bed. The, the rapture like, scare. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, my gosh. Whoa, ah, I missed it. I've been left behind. Oh. <laughs> You'd start singing that old DC talk song in your head. <laughs> Two men sitting on a hill. Yeah. One one's left standing still. I wish we'd all been, all ready. been ready. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually a, a remake of a of a prior song, song from my childhood. Um, yeah. Have, have you ever seen the, what is it, Thief in the Night series or... Uh, the old sixties uh, movie about revelation. Oh, I'm sure I have. I think my grandpa had all of those on VHSs. real, real, to real man. They had it at our, at a church we went to and well, the, the, the freaking girl goes through the whole movie, not taking the mark and they put her in a guillotine and, and, and an earthquake starts. I'm spoiling the end, but she goes, I'll oh, take the mark. Oh, I'll take the mark. I'll take the mark. And then the thing, <laughs> Jiggles loose and cuts her head off. It's insinuated anyway. <laughs> and so the big debate in my mind began. So did she go to heaven or hell? She physically didn't take the mark, but she did in her heart, I guess. But did she really do it? Or did she do it because she didn't want to die? And is there grace for that mistake? You know, oh, that's, uh, you know, talking about not wanting to have a, a, a discussion. That was that one's one I still don't know about. Um, I'm still thinking that one through. Yeah, this is a funny podcast. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we always start with an opening story. This one's called Boom Headshot. You love you love that title. When I was a sophomore in high school, we were, oh, this is from Aaron from Arkansas, by the way. I was a sophomore in high school. We were taking our end of the year tests on that Friday. It just so happens that the tests I had to take were my hardest classes, these tests were very stressful, and by the end of the day, I was exhausted. All I wanted to do after school was to go home and go to bed. The problem was I couldn't because that afternoon our church had youth service, and my parents told me I had to go. So when I got home, I got ready for that. And when I got to the service, I could barely keep my eyes open. And that night, our youth leaders thought it would be a great night to teach the plans of the tabernacle in the wilderness which is not the most exciting subject to listen to, especially after a hard day of testing. Yeah, that's weird. In youth group, you're only supposed to talk about uh, three things. Uh, one of them starts with an S, the other one's drugs, and the other one's rock and roll. I mean, that, that's all you're supposed to talk about is how bad all those things are. At least The that's, only responsibility of a youth pastor yeah. is to get the kids ready for practical things yeah yeah it, it, it's it's just uh, telling them in my day anyway it was just telling them all the things wrong with uh, to do to not do you know uh, i'm gonna go ahead and assume this this pastor was like in seminary and yeah. was like 
had this revelatory got to try understanding. <laughs> he was like, I got to teach this to the kids. <laughs> yeah, they won't let me in main service. So the plans of the tabernacle, <laughs> that's the that's the ticket. That's going to save souls right there. I'm, I'm going to be pastor of this church one day. There won't be any teen pregnancies after my sermon. You know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what because they all understood the tabernacle, the tabernacle, everybody <laughs> get your stuff together, get your stuff in order. Anyway, uh, it's not the most exciting subject to listen to, especially after a hard day of testing. I agree. Uh, I was I was listening to him speak and all of a sudden there was a loud boom and I jumped. You see what had actually happened is I had fallen asleep. And while he was speaking, my head was nodding back and forth until finally, bang, it hit the back of the wooden pew so hard. That it made a huge noise. It was so loud that everyone turned and looked at me and started laughing. I politely apologized and went back to stay trying to stay awake. Thank you for the podcast, Aaron from Arkansas. Uh, the only thing worse than that is when you're a pastor and and it's the kind of church where they make you sit up on the on the stage during the service. And I used to work for one like that. And so mm. and man, some of those mornings. You know, you would just have to pretend like you were praying because you could not keep your eyes open. And and there would be 150 people that would come up to me afterwards and be like, hey, I saw you up there. You trying not to fall asleep. That chin was hitting your chest. Oh. So, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. That, that and, and getting haircuts were the two most annoying things to happen when you're a pastor because everybody has to comment. Because they're like, oh, you got your ears lowered, huh? <laughs> you got your hair cut? And my response, no, I got them all cut. <laughs> Not just one. <laughs> right up, up, up. Yeah. Oh, wrong one. Wrong one. Dead gummit. That works, too. It works. <laughs> well, that's the way they respond, though. It's like, you got your hair cut? You're not supposed to change. You're supposed God, to be the you same. You got your glory. <laughs> Samson's strength is gone. Oh, my oh man. You know, if you hit your head, um, so I'll tell you what you do. When you hit your head, okay. depending on the type of church you're in, mm-hmm. um, when you hit your head like that, um, you just go, whoa, got slain in the spirit. Oh, there you go. Yeah. For those of you that don't know what that means, it's when people fall down, like it, like when Benny Hinn knocks them over and stuff with the power of God. So, um, yeah. You it, better hope there's a catcher. There's a legitimacy that that is a part of that, but most of the time, it's just people falling over. I just want. Yeah, to I'm tell not. You. I'm not making fun of it. I mean, I I could because I've seen a lot of. I've seen a lot of flaky. We had a lady one time. I'll tell this short, quick story. We had a lady one time, and she just felt the speaker's breath hit her face, Mm -hmm. and she fell back and hit her head so hard on a two by six, like uh, uh, the the altar. Mm. And she, (laughs) it looked like something out of a horror movie. She just like slid down the wall and slid over and smeared blood all the way down it. (gasps) Oh gosh. She she was okay. She came back the next day. I'm like, oh, this lady don't learn. No, she needed (laughs) healing from the last healing. That was the thing. She's like, I need more. I need. I think she should have sued the catcher that didn't catch her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know what catchers are, (laughs) they're 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 people that are part of the prayer group at the altar. 
that literally stand behind people with their hands out so that they can catch people that fall down if if you're in a fall down church. I love <laughs> I'm, I'm I love to watch the faces of the catchers who have to catch the really big like 500 yes. pound person. <laughs> There'll be like three people and and they they end up what I love is when the person doesn't fall. They take a step back and then another step back cuz they're trying not to fall. <laughs> And then they end up kind of doing a little run thing and everybody behind them is like, like they're trying to trying to hurt a Macy's balloon going down the highway, you know, and, and finally they fall and they have to like, I don't know, they have to like lay them down like a big flapjack on the ground uh, in, in parts, like first the yep. butt, then the lower back. And then and everybody's like, what part do I grab? Yeah. And then, and then for those of you that don't know about these kind of churches, uh, that I grew up in, and, and obviously uh, Luke did. Then there's a team of ladies that'll come by uh, with prayer shawls uh, that that will cover the legs and skirt area of of you if you are a lady. And I've even seen them cover the plumber's crack area yep. uh, of men. And um, that that's that's embarrassing right there. I would be the I would be the I had on guy. suspenders and a ja- suit jacket. I, d- I had no idea I was flashing. Do you have, do you have back crack? <laughs> it goes all the way up. Goes back. all the way up to the back of my neck, dude. <laughs> I don't have a backbone. It's inverted. It's just there's just a big line all the way up. Hey, let's rewind the week. Okay, it can't it can't help but go. Uh, to religious or, or not even yeah I'll say religious mockery because we're not mocking God we're not mocking people's faith we're mocking um, certain uh, things that we've become overly familiar with in in our specific uh, denominations and uh, and I, I think it's okay I think it's okay to poke fun at it because well uh, there's a right way and a wrong way and we're just kind of poking fun at the, the wrong, wrong way. way yeah there you go. There you go. I like that. Um, okay, so my weekly update is uh, is this. I actually have two, and I'll I'll share the first one. Um, actually, I have three. The first one is <laughs> I. I you took, just said I needed one. I know. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> I took a five hour energy. I had never drank one of those things before, but I'd been drinking coffee before episodes, and because uh, I would get tired and I it wouldn't feel very spunky and so i drank one of those and i'm not real sure about the effects and how it's going to work out but i feel fast i feel like a fast man (laughs) so and here in about three hours you're gonna crash hard i know i know it promised me five hours of energy we'll see we'll see i took it about a half hour ago and i feel like i'm talking fast am i talking fast (laughs) Not yet. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking fast. I feel like everything I'm doing is fast. My thoughts are coming fast. Everything's fast. So that was my this first. This podcast is only going to be 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we got everything done. We're wrapping it up. Um, so that was one of them. The other one is I fell down the stairs today. And this is an old people update because that's what my son would say. Because every time I fall down the stairs, um, it I, I hurt myself. I hurt myself bad today. Um Besides a bruised ego, uh, you know, the stairs like to uh, hit you in the back as you slide down them. 
Mm-hmm. So that's always the best feeling. It, it it's it's like one of those chairs that does the shiatsu massage that just kind of rolls slowly. Mm-hmm. Except yes. imagine that it's a, a blade, uh, like a like a ninety degree angle blade, and it's just ramming into your back as as hard as it can in a in a circular motion. That's that's what that felt like. And um, it felt a lot like falling down the stairs. Actually, that's probably the best way to describe it: is is sliding down the <laughs> stairs on your back. Um, Did anybody see you? Yes, my my kids. And well, that's okay. You can tell when it looks bad. Well, I heard I heard this a long time ago, and I think I've said it before. You can tell when you're old. They say if you're young and you fall down, people will laugh. If you're old and you fall down, they will ask, are you okay? I fell down this morning and my daughter said, do I need to call someone? So <laughs> she, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's true. That's how bad it looked. She's like, I was laid out. I've scraped my arm. I, I took a large amount of skin off my wrist somehow, mm. uh, but it didn't bleed. It just counts as a big scratch. It just, it just, um, it just got real red, like a good scrape did you know when you're a kid on your on your legs um yes i try to avoid those injuries now so i'm i'm really thinking i need to probably get some of those adhesive strips that that adhere to the steps because what's happening is it's just water um from the backyard and i'm going down these wooden steps and my shoes just turn uh you know it's like frozen all of a sudden and and my shoes just let it go and uh I don't. I don't want to slide. I don't want to die. So anyway, no, um, no, nobody wants to die. Nobody does. Nobody does. Uh, I don't want. You had your back cracked to save you, though. Gosh, dude. Yeah. If if it didn't go all the way to my neck, it would have by the time I slid down those steps. <laughs> it it would have unzipped me like a zipper, um, <laughs> all the way up. Uh, anyway, um, my, my, my real one is um called lady barber because i went to get my hair cut at this place and it's called lady jane's okay and lady jane lady jane's that does not sound like a a hairstylist place it's not a stylist place it's it's a men's barber shop lady jane lady jane's yeah and and their their (laughs) thing is okay i didn't know this till i went in there but their thing is that they're supposed to be attractive women cutting your hair Okay, (laughs) and I will tell you that if that were the case, I would not go. It's called Lady Jane's. (laughs) I I know, but I I was referred there by a friend, and (laughs) one of your church friends. Yes, (laughs) they hit their head too hard. Well, no, listen to me. They did not have a catcher. There are there are no attractive females that work there. (laughs) So that's the reason I go. I always get a good haircut, no matter who I go go with. So I always just go with first available. Well, it just so happened. All right. I'm going to have to. You remember a long time ago on the old show uh, where I was talking about Weight Watchers women? Do you Probably. Re- you remember that part where I said, if I, if I ever end up single, I'm going to go to Weight Watchers and I'm going <laughs> to find me a hot fat lady <laughs> and we're going to lose weight together. And when she makes goal, we can get married because there are some beautiful women at Weight Watchers. They're just really big. Beautiful women. Yes, yes. 
and BBWs. Uh, and, that, and that works for some people, and that's great. But for me, I would have to wait till we got to goal. You know, then we'll, <laughs> then we'll get engaged, and I'll get you a ring and everything. Well, I I, I say that to say that I'm going to say something just as maybe as offensive because grading on a scale of not hot to ugly. This I I got the one that was the least ugly. Okay? <laughs> okay. Um she you could tell that she used to be pretty. Yeah. Um maybe 10 years ago and about 30 pounds ago. <laughs> and she had on a littler dress than she probably should have. Mm-hmm. Nothing was so showing she, or anything. So she hasn't realized yet. Exactly. That she's not as pretty. Exactly. That's the problem. Okay, so she says, what are we doing today? I said, I want a haircut and a scalp massage because I love a scalp massage because it's the closest thing to hiring a a woman that I will ever get. Um, I have fallen in love with every woman who's given me a scalp massage (laughs) with that minty stuff they use that tingles my scalp. Yeah, I think that's why God caused me to go bald. And they put a they put a hair they put face towel hot towel on your face Mm -hmm. and the whole thing. Well, anyway, this lady, uh, you like you you nailed it when you said she hasn't realized she's not hot anymore. (laughs) Because I, she's trying to upsell me. Nobody's ever done that at this place before. And and I'm she's like, oh, we have this uh, this black face scrub mask. And I'm, I'm like, black face, what? First no. of all, these days, no stinking way. But that's what they, she wanted to do. She wanted to smear this black crap all over my face and then peel it off. And, and it was this. And she's telling me it's going to invigorate you. It's going to bring your face to life. Your wife will like it. Blah, 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 blah. And she, but she's trying to sell me. And I said, no, no, thanks. Well, you that was said, you should have asked her, do you use it? Cause that would tell you yeah, if it works. It's true. It's true. Well, she's, she's offended. She's like, are you sure? Because all, you can add it on, you know, no, no, no. It's only $20. Oh, upsell, upsell. And she's trying really hard to lure me in with her wily women ways. I don't know how else to say it. She's, she's trying to be flirty. I hate that. I hated it when I was a kid. I had a girl one time come straight up to me and she says, I like you. And I said, I don't like you. And I turned around and walked away from her and never talked to her again. Because even if I had liked her, I wouldn't have liked her after that. I just, it's not my thing. You know, I I love my wife and I love the way she is. She's feminine, but she's not overly feminine, meaning she would always eat in front of me and stuff like that. And she didn't play head games and all that. So, and she wears makeup, but not. She doesn't have to to look pretty, which is what I love. Uh, So, so I'm in that that realm. That's my that's my thing. This lady has makeup on to spare, and she she doesn't know she's not hot, and she's finding that her secret powers aren't working on me, and it's making (laughs) her mad. So she keeps going. I mean, we're we're picking out clippers and stuff, and she's still harping on this thing. And finally, she gives up. At least I thought she did. She's shaving up the back of my head with a one, with a with a two guard on, and she stops and she says, "You know, it's not girly to get your face washed." Uh oh! Now she's really a, she was she's upset. overthinking it. She's working herself into a tizzy. She was, and 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 this was like she had put her her ability to manipulate men and her self worth 
on on this platter called James needs to get a freaking facial or or I'm not who I think I am. And I said, I said, I said, I don't, I wasn't thinking that. I just know what I want. And and then it got awkward for the entire rest of the, the whole thing. She probably shaved foul language into the back of your head. I, I haven't checked. I, I should probably do that. You probably should go check. She gave me a great haircut. I couldn't complain. But uh, yeah, my son got a haircut too from another lady. And he didn't get a scalp massage or any of that extra stuff. And so when it came time to give the tip, I said, you know, here, just put this amount on there. And she goes, just split it 50-50. And I was like, oh, boy, this woman, mm. mm-hmm. she she thinks she deserves more because she did more work. And I and I and that made sense to me. But the way she phrased it just made me want to say, no, put it, put it all on my son's uh, thing. But then I was forced to do math, and I just I just gave her what she wanted and walked away. So she ended up with with a tip, but she did not put blackface on me, and and that is I'm proud to say, for all of our hundreds of thousands of African American listeners, um, I did not uh, I did not disgrace myself with that. So. I've seen Facebook videos of that stuff, and th- there ain't no way you're going to get me to put that on. No, it looks painful as crap. I know people, grown men cry. Cry. I don't want that. I have I have uh, whiskers. I don't want that crap on my face. Nah. You ever pull out a nose hair underneath your nose? Oh, my gosh. Or a mustache hair. It, mustache hair underneath. Those, the roots go on for miles. It's like, oh, it's like it's, an iceberg. They, I'm pretty sure they're attached to your brain. They're They're hooked up in there somewhere. I know. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, so now now that we've gotten through all of my weekly updates and we're a half hour into the show, now it's your turn. So uh, this week, my wife asked me to paint the kitchen in the hallway, and which I, normally I, we rent our home, so I'm not like one to be like, let's modify this house. Yeah, you know. But but we were at Menards, which if you don't know what Menards is, it's like a it's like this amazing. I, I, it is a wonderful store. I love Menards. I love Menards, but I'm sure there. I'm sure not everyone. My does. wife spends a lot of time in Menards because you can go in there and listen. You can buy lumber, and you can buy a dinner for the night. That's it's true. It's amazing. It is. It's amazing. So I, I was in. There. I often go to Dick's Sporting Goods and Menards at, on the same night. Oh yeah, and, that's um, a good night. Yeah, save big money. At Menards. Yeah, Menards. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we've, they have really, so she's always looking for the oops paint, you know, like the paint that they don't color right. Right. And then they throw it on a back shelf and they deeply discount it. So we're in there and she found a five gallon bucket of paint, of oops paint, which is like, it's like that uh, Dutch boy uh, latex paint that's like nice. $116, yeah. right? Right. They were selling, and the color is like a is like a dark gray with a tint of blue to it. Sweet, fifteen dollars. No way. And I was like, heck yeah, that'll cover like six coats of paint. You needed a catcher right there, man. Right. And so I was like, yeah, let's do that. So we we bought it, and I didn't think anything of this. So then I go and buy the supplies like the next week because we're trying to be budget friendly. And so like buy the supplies, I get home, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna paint this stuff. So like. 
you know, she talks to me into buying one of those little edgers, and that thing's a piece of junk. So I get yes. out the angled brush, and there I'm like, go. all right, this is how we're doing it. Yep. And so, like, I'm down on the ground, and I'm squatted because my knees, I'm, I'm not that old, but I got bad knees. Yeah. And so I'm, like, squatted, and I'm doing this for, like, a good solid two hours, and I'm just squatted all day long. And then the next day, I go to get out of bed, and I <laughs> my inner thighs hurt so bad. Oh. Because <laughs> uh, I'm fully out of shape. Yeah. Like, I'm dieting, and I've lost some weight, but I'm not exercising right. because me and my doctor are trying to experiment. At least that's what I've told myself, so I don't have to exercise. <laughs> my doctor does not want me exercising <laughs> at all. I'm sorry. Please and so please so, yeah. move out of the way of my Walmart automated cart here because I am not allowed to walk. So <laughs> doctor's orders. Yeah. Doctor's orders. So, uh, yeah, my inner thighs that I don't think I've in, in high school, I used to work out a little bit and I would do squats and lunges and all that good stuff. My thighs have never hurt this bad. Wow. But we're, but it's like the fifth day now. I think we're okay. Uh, I started off by t- titling your, uh, cause I recap everything on the show notes and I t- sure. I first put cheap paint as cheap the, paint. as, as the title. And now I have to change that to inner thigh, inner thigh, inner um, thigh guy. So we, uh, we, the update was not about the cheap paint. I thought it would be, I thought that was where we were no, stopping. The cheap paint was the upside. The, the, the inner downside. thigh was the, That's the downside. downside. Yeah. Uh, see, I use, I can't squat. I just can't. It's uncomfortable. I can't even kneel in prayer like it for a very long time because my feet curled How up. How are you even saved? I don't know. I don't even you- know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually, during prayer, I watch other people. I'm the guy that uh, is tasked with making sure everybody's closing their eyes. And there you uh, go. And I also try to learn how to do it. And you're that guy. You're like, I see that hand. I see that hand. I see, I see that hand over there. Oh, uh, anyway. Um, but no, I, I bought a nice pair of, of kneelers, I guess is what they're called. Just knee guards that you strap on. And did you get um, those at Menards. I did actually. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually did. Cause I got some crappy ones at, at home Depot or, or Lowe's actually, and they they were hurt, they hurt me worse than the ground did. Um, those things are awesome. I use them all the time now, and I don't have to Love squat. Menards. So, get you some ice cream and some knee pads. <laughs> they don't have ice cream at mine. What? Yeah. Well, ours ours doesn't have like, you know, court. I think it's. Or, I think but it's, it's got. I think it's, it's too, got like the. Sorry. I was just gonna say I think it's too warm at Menards to have ice cream. So, well, they've got like the gas station ice cream. You know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah, Nestle yeah. Toll House ice cream sandwiches and cones yeah. and all not, that not stuff. Not at Minards. Um, it's just not at Minards. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's too warm and humid for ice cream. So that's that's nice that that yours does, but Minards do, doesn't have that. Um, my wife loves that joke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs that's, every time and it and it she, she usually hates me <laughs> and my jokes <laughs> or she pretends she does but she she'll she's right in there she's like uh we need to take a trip to minards i said minards and she's like yes and <laughs> and then she laughs and it's great um so now it's time for you to bring the feature story let me tell y'all a story 
I've, I think I've figured out what the deal is with caffeine and what it makes me do. It makes me overshare. I, 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 I say things that normally I wouldn't say out loud. Yeah, I feel I feel like you might be sharing a little too much. Kind of like when, when the pastor's like, would anybody like to share a testimony? Yeah. And somebody gets up with a microphone and he's like, just five minutes, brother. Yeah. And then 30 minutes later, you're preaching a sermon. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, what the heck? I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah, I got I got people to feed. Um, that reminds me of a, of a very brief church story. Um, before you do yours, as uh, I, I wasn't supposed to see this letter on my pastor's desk, but I did, and I and I couldn't help but read it. I just it was above what I could bear, so I I read it. Is and this it, your current pastor? Or it, an old pastor? It, it was an old pastor. Uh, okay, my old okay job. Tell. It's okay. To talk about. But thanks for tell. looking out, though. Um, and basically let's just say that the family was called the Turner family. I don't remember what family they were, but the, 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 the letter was written to the pastor complaining about the, the way the service was ending and how it was ending too late. And they talked about themselves in the third person in the letter. And the part that really caught my eye was where it says the Turner's need to have dinner by one or lunch by 1 p.m. The Turners are accustomed to eating at a certain time. And the Turners need, and I was like, roll, I roll so hard that I snapped something in my eyeballs (laughs) and I can't look down anymore now. Um, And yeah, irritation. Talk about church people. The Turners need to be the Turners. They, I bet they didn't give anything an offering. Either. No, of course not. Or, or they do, and <laughs> and that's why they had the the Menards to um to write such a letter in the first place. So I don't know. Anyway, this is your segment. Take it. All right. So this is this could have been part of my weekly update, but and it part of it will be. Okay. But anyway, so I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell a work story because I was racking my brain today. And I've sent in quite a few stories to the show. Yeah, some you most you've read. There's been a few you turned down. Yes, there. And so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from those. So you know, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna get my chance to tell my story. <laughs> that would be something else, man. <laughs> you just came in and every one I didn't read. You're like, okay. <laughs> It's time to set the record straight here. <laughs> I sent this one back in 2007. I'm reading it. <laughs> but so um, anyway, so uh, for like two years at work, okay, we had this incident in the men's upstairs locker room where somebody would go to the bathroom and they would proceed to do the number two and then smear it all over the bathroom stall. Where, where is this? This is this is at my job. Which job? I missed I missed the job. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I thought I did. Maybe I did. So yeah. So at, at my at my current place of employment. Right now. Right now. Um, yeah, and you can't, you don't need to say where it's from, but that somebody is doing this. Is it a fellow worker? It is a fellow worker. What and, the heck? And so for like heck? yeah, and so because nobody knew who it was, he was deemed. The Mad Crapper. Yeah. And so everybody's like, oh, man, the Mad Crapper struck again. Oh, man, the Mad Crapper got the bathroom again. And everybody's like, who is this guy? And so for like a solid two years, 
We couldn't figure this out. Just check under so, their fingernails. Well, I... <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, like, after two years, one of the cleaning one of the cleaning crew figured out who it was. Because they had just cleaned the bathroom. Uh-huh. And they had, some, they had some suspicions of who this might be. And yeah, so they I can't imagine that you could be a mad crapper and it not somehow eke out in other parts of your personality. Like, right. Like, that's the kind of guy that would write with feces on the toilet. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, this guy, because we figured out who it was, this guy, he, uh, I, I work in a, I work in an automotive manufacturing facility. Okay. It rhymes with Lord. <laughs> And <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so yeah. Uh, great job tap dancing around that. One. <laughs> that was so subtle; no one will ever get it. it. Just that was a work of art. He works for Kia, and so <laughs> and, and so that we figured out who this guy was. But this guy, he uh, he would wear slippers, like house slippers, and work and work in these house slippers every day. Like, and I'm not talking like, I'm talking like the dollar store house slippers. Wow. It, and so, yeah. And so th- this guy, he wasn't, when you talk to him, he seems like he's all there. But based on, if you're, if you're judging a book by its cover, there's something off. Yeah. You're, right? you're talking to him and he's just talking about his wife and kids and suddenly, you know, so he's like, Hey, yeah, I got a hobby. I'm fixing up this VW bug and it's really great. I gotta go crap on the walls. And 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 I drink coffee a lot. I really enjoy horse racing. I gotta go crap on the walls. And yeah, there's just probably something really telling about him. That's what well, I. Well, there imagine. is. Like in the summer, the, the, this is uh, not to cast judgment, but we did talk about big, beautiful women. Um, this guy would wear cutoffs, like like cutoff shirts with cutoff what? shorts. You know, jean shorts. How is this and illegal? The, and wear house slippers, and he would wear this into work. Luckily, into a, luckily, of a factory floor, I assume. Into a factory. Well, luckily, I worked in I work in the paint department, so we have to wear coveralls. So he had to cover it. Oh, up. good. I didn't have to. I didn't have to look at it all day. Thank, thank Jesus. Yes. But uh, so anyway, so I had some suspicions that it might be that guy, which turns out it was that guy. Now here's What's the problem. Deal? Here's the problem. I won't say his last name. But I will say his first name. His first name rhymes with Lord. his first name. His first name rhymes with Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> his first name is Kirk. Oh well, my, my last name is Kirk. Oh, and so here is the problem. There, we have three crews or three shifts at our plant, and out of there's 150 people on each shift, and they all find out. That this guy named Kirk Ugh. is smearing poop all over the bathroom walls. Why? And so, who do you think's asking? Who do you think's getting asked if he's the mad crapper? Yeah, you are. And I, I'm like, no, it is not me. Oh, I, that is disgusting. You want to smell my finger? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of do to to prove it, but I, I really don't. Oh, uh, it, so You're chasing people around with your fingers like exonerate me. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> so anyway, so the opportunity this this last couple of months has come up that I can transfer to another plant that we have here in the city. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger plant, and more than likely, you know, th- they're only taking 500 of us from our current plant. And so I was like, that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to do that. And I can get away from some of these people like Mad Crapper. Yeah. So this this Tuesday, I had orientation at the at same company, different plant. And guess who's there? No way. How do yes. you keep your job after something like that? You know what they did? They sent him to rehab. No way. <laughs> I don't even know. What class do you go to in rehab for that? What do you have to do at your place of employment to get fired on the spot? If, well, if I've, not I've that. been told it's very difficult to get fired. Good and I know night. people who've gotten fired and and somebody that rhymes with, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, union, <laughs> got them their job back. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> yeah, nothing rhymes with union. <laughs> I think it, about it, it does. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing that's not a Dr. Seuss word. <laughs> Junion, you know. <laughs> Oh gosh, Dad, so come! What the yeah. heck? And I, <laughs> and it was great because he was sitting right next to one of my friends who had no clue, and they were like sharing, they were sharing orientation papers and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, don't touch it. This guy <laughs> writes his name in poo. <laughs> Lord, uh, at least yeah. you, at least you assume he's washed his hands. You know, if if no one else in that bathroom washes their hands, you know he has to. Otherwise, because I assume nobody washes their hands. I feel like that's the safe assumption, right? But I'm saying you you could ne- you would never know because most people don't poop and pee on their own hands. This guy, you know, at least he's washing his hands because he's he's hiding evidence. He he's he's in that mode after a serial, serial killer puts somebody down. He's like, okay, now the fun's over. Now I have to dispose of the body. You know, he's done his artwork. He's 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 done Mona Lisa up on the wall in fecal matter. Now the fun is over. I've got to cleanse myself. Um, you know, he's probably got a little kit that he unrolls, like like that cleaner from Toy Story Two, <laughs> and he's picking poop out of from under his fingernails uh, and yeah. buffing buffing his fingernails and wiping them with little you know i don't know i don't Getting know the cotton swabs yeah, no, yeah so i i i know i'm a little younger but i feel like where the bathroom is concerned i have some experience yeah because i'm a i'm a frequent i I, I I don't currently deal with stomach issues, but because of my previous past eating habits, I would use the bathroom a lot. Yeah. And and so at another place of employment that is does not rhyme with Lord, <laughs> um, this was this was just a smaller company. And uh we sold uh this company sold like uh things to schools and so we would sell a lot of stuff overseas and we had a couple of reps that would go overseas and they would they would learn that some bathrooms overseas have no toilet paper because the culture doesn't use toilet paper. Wow. They use the, like one culture specifically, and I don't remember where it was, or else I would just oust them because this is disgusting. They they would just use their hands no! to, to clean themselves, and then they would just you know like flick it off. Like when you get peanut butter stuck on your air, a little mud, and you just kind of flick that off, you know. <laughs> and so. 
And so one day, and I know people buy their shoes because I would frequent the bathroom so much. I'd be like, oh, that's Alan. I know that's his shoes. (laughs) And so, and so. Alan, Alan's in the stall next to me one day and he just unloads. He, I mean, he, he's in there for the same reason I am a full on number two. And he's one of those guys that only wipes once and doesn't wash his hands. Really? Yeah. And so, and you knew this about him. I knew because keep a little notebook. What's your deal? I, well, I would memorize the shoes and how often (laughs) the shoes would wipe. (laughs) Were you bored? You didn't have well, a phone. You could have been I'm a, matching well, this, three gems this was together. In like two, hey, this was like when I first started listening to this show in 2007. I had a limited data package. Okay. All Facebook right. was just a baby. Yeah, but that was still Tetris or something you could have been doing besides keeping track of, of these details on these people. <laughs> hey, boss, if you ever need some dirt, I've got it. What? <laughs> Have you ever, have you never ha- had anybody at the stall next to you commit some kind of like bathroom crime? And you're like, you're like, oh no, they did, they didn't flush or they didn't wipe or something like of that nature. They didn't wash their hands. And you're like, I'm going to figure out who that is so I don't shake their hands. So you look at their shoes. Yeah. Have, have see, you never done that? No. And here's why I worked for a church. So there were tons of toilets in multiple areas of the church because it was a big church. And I would go and find one. I knew when the cleaning schedules were, and I would find one, and I would use it in total anonymity. And uh, I never shared a commode or with with anyone ever for like ten years. The whole ten years I worked there. That's nice. um, the only thing that was bad is there were certain bathrooms that had lights on timers. And the yeah, t- that's the worst. And it would go off, and I'd just be like, "Okay, this is my life now. I I can't get up. I can't move. I'm gonna have to blind it. You know, I'm gonna have to do this." James likes to poop in the dark. Apparently, I I don't like it actually, but it's amazing how bright that little green light on the on the uh, perfume dispenser can get when you're when you're sitting in there waiting <laughs> to be done. I oh. hate it when people don't install those high enough. And like, and then you can I'm six feel foot. the mist on your face. Yeah, I'm six foot tall, oh, and I'll wow. walk past one just as it goes off. I never thought of you as a tall person. That's yeah, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm I'm five eleven okay. and some change. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's decent. Ah, uh, well, thanks for bringing the the um. You you definitely Mad brought cracker. it. Yeah. that is that is so messed up that the kind of person that would do that would definitely need you know we're in a society today that that tries to make everything understandable and everything's okay and i think acceptance and love is very important you know i think christians are supposed to be known for their love i don't know where i get that from but um but I think even in this day and age, we can all agree that if you're writing with poop on the wall, you do need rehab. Um, you you need a lot. You of need it. something. Yeah, you need something. You need maybe you, you might just have a need, poop demon. You might need an exorcism. Maybe you just needed art classes. Maybe just <laughs> different medium. You know, he could be the next <laughs> Picasso or something. He's you know, just, you know what? He'll probably he'll probably paint some picture and poo. And become a millionaire, and everybody will be well, like, "Yeah, look at that picture from Kirk. He's, Isn't it beautiful?" He's doing it right now. He's he's doing <laughs> it right now, 
And when he dies, they're going to go in his basement and there's just going to be all this, all this amazing artwork. And, uh, it, it, it's going to come out and everybody's going to be like, was that you? Was that you, Luke? No. no yeah. Wrong, Kirk. Yes, unless it Unless it means I'll unless get a million good. dollars. Yeah, then you're like, yeah. Then I'll own it. Yeah. I'll be like, yep, I smear poop on walls for a living. Gosh, people. People. I find myself saying that a lot these days. People. 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 I mean, just the stuff people will do. The last, just the other day on Facebook, I saw a couch that was, a, 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 it was a tiger print couch, which was mm. weird enough. But the one side of the couch curled around and faced you, and on that face of the arm was a full-on tiger, a stuff-mounted tiger head, and and claw feet with legs. Not you know how you see claw feet. That's normal. But this had legs too, and I'm like, people, somebody made that so somebody else could buy it, so they could put it in their weird house. People. Oh, that should get donated to the church. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, like every other unwanted piece of furniture. Exactly. <laughs> I bought a new piano and I want to give my 500 year old one to the church. It oh. probably needs tuned, restrung, burnt. Probably and, needs and... to be burned. <laughs> but yeah, we just want to give our first best gifts to the Lord. Our best gift. It was our best at one point. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do some listener stories before we completely run out of time. Uh, Luke, I don't want to say it again. I do appreciate you being on the show today. It's always man. A thanks blast. for having me. This will probably be the last time after the Mad Crapper. <laughs> so I appreciate the opportunity. Um, hopefully, one day uh, we'll get to meet in person. It was great. Yeah, yeah. This is called Easter Fools. Although I have known the truth about the Easter Bunny from a. Wa- for a while, says Liam, my parents still put out the eggs to, for me to find because I get free candy and I like looking for eggs. We we did that for our kids, actually. They're 11 and 14, and uh, we did the whole Easter Bunny thing, the baskets and the hidden eggs. They still liked it, especially since we put money in the, uh, in the eggs. Uh, hey, you know what's great about getting older is that when you hide eggs now, it's like a, it's like you did your own Easter egg hunt. Cause I couldn't remember where Dude, I put any of them. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> we knew there were 24 and they did eventually find 24, but they're get they got to a point. I was like, I don't know. There was four <laughs> left. And I'm like, I have no idea where they are. I was looking for them with them. I was like, I don't know where thank that was God there was nothing edible or, you know, it was just change. We put change in them and I'm like, if we turn up later, great. It's just a little bonus. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, he says, I like looking for eggs. So did my kids. Now we can begin the story. It was a cool 2018 Easter and April Fool's morning. How does that work? Has there ever been an April Fool's and Easter combination? Maybe that's the ape. Maybe their parents told them it was Easter for April. Okay. I, don't, I, I asked him. I actually sent him an email and I'm like, hey, when does this, when has this happened? Cause I don't know. Easter is a floating day, but I've never known it. Maybe it did. I don't know. Uh, somebody can comment and let us know. Uh, yeah. I would appreciate that. Cause then I feel like the resurrection on that specific day would be a joke. Yeah, that would be, I a, would be uncertain. It'd be a hard thing to, to overcome. Uh, it says it was a, it was a cool 2018 Eastern April fool's morning when my grandma, Robin and pa- grandpa, Mike were visiting. I got up from my bed. I anticipated the delicious candy that would be sitting in my belly just a few hours later. 
As I walked out into the backyard, I saw my mom, dad, grandma, and grandpa waiting for me. They handed me a basket, and I was off searching for eggs, and I started finding eggs. I shook a few. One was really heavy, and the other one sounded like it had some money in it. After searching for a while, something seemed up. It really didn't seem like there was candy in my eggs. So I decided to stop for a moment, open one of the eggs. I decided to open one of the heavy ones. And then I peered into the egg and I was very surprised when I saw a laundry detergent pod in the egg. Parents, what were you uh, thinking? What were uh, you that's thinking? That's better than what I thought. I thought the mad crapper had been there. Uh, yeah. No. That was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not chocolate. It's it's what, what were you thinking there? The kids these days will eat those things. They think they're candy. Uh, that's I probably what started it. It's, it's like, uh, you know, we're kind of kind of tired of this kid. Maybe he can make us some money on, on YouTube by eating these things. I don't know. <laughs> I opened another egg. We got egg. these from the food pantry at church. <laughs> <laughs> I opened another egg and discovered a dog treat, and I checked the money on the one and found only a few pennies. I finished finding all the eggs and opened more, and all I found was more Tide Pods, dog treats, and things that were not chocolate or candy. What the heck? I asked my this parents terrible. what the heck was going on, and they said, well, we kind of forgot about Easter, and we just had to make do with what we had, said Mom. <laughs> I was really sad and almost about to cry when, April Fools! My parents and grandparents said in unison, and my face lit up with excitement. Yeah, I bet it did, with the tears welling up mm-hmm. in your eyes. They tricked you. I know what that feels like. They then uh, had to find me. Then they found me something else. After a while, I found a huge Easter theme box and opened it. And inside was a whole bunch of eggs filled with scrumptious candy and a $20 bill. Liam. Now, Dang, I, they put you through all that and only gave you $20. I know it. I know it. You know, it's, it's a lot like a story that I've told on this show before about my childhood. My mom liked doing surprises like this. Like, when I was going to turn 16, she told me that they were going to get me a car. And, uh, and, and so my birthday comes and I open one of my presents and it's a, a matchbox car. And they're like, see, we told you we'd get you a car. <laughs> and I'm, right. I'm like all upset and, and hurt, you know, and, and I had my, my hopes up, but, uh, then after dinner was over, of course, they took me outside and there was a car. It wasn't brand new, but it was a good car. And I freaked out and I hugged them both and gave them kisses and, and got my keys and took took them for a ride around the block. No, I didn't because that was all I got was that stupid little matchbox car. <laughs> uh. My parents were terrible. That is absolutely... That is- that's not even funny. No, that's it's just, not. That's why I hate to this day I don't do surprises. You just don't surprise uh, me. Just, you're Generation X, right? That's what's wrong with your generation. Yeah. yeah. I can't. Parents were jerks. <laughs> I think it's just mine. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was just your generation. I, I have to warn you, uh, we have a few uh, middle school dramas to uh, get through. Uh, um, Dang it! Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Every time I read middle school drama, we get more middle school drama. Um, this one, The Bible it, says suffering is a blessing, I think. Uh, th- yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, <laughs> if it is, we're about to be blessed beyond blessed. <laughs> this is a, a very... L- it's going to take time to get through this because this is about a, a, a story I read on the last episode. 
And um, last episode, I got rid of a lot of, of really bad middle school drama stuff. And one of them in particular that I used as an example was called The Dog Drag Story. And it went like this. So I was five to six years old, and I wanted to take my friend's huge dog out. My grandma said yes, so I took him on a leash. He dragged me down the side of the house, me crying, ended bad, enjoy the show, lulls and stuff. Okay, that was the story. Hey, I can handle that, though. That was short, sweet, to the point. And and it was written by a, a David Anderson, age 12. I don't know how to emotionally feel about that story, though. Exactly. There was a lot missing, and it was an example. I used it as an example of the kind of stories that I get that I can't use. And so uh, he contacted me after I mean, the story was two years old. I didn't even bother telling him I was going to use it. Apparently, he still listens. And so he wanted to explain and then retell the story. And I was like, this is too good to pass up. So here we go. <laughs> he, he's grown. He's 14 now, apparently. Here's the explanation. He says, this is from what I remember from a few years ago. This is him explaining the first story, the version. So okay. it may be slightly warped due to memory. Sometime around when I sent that story to the show, I had just listened to an episode of your podcast. I don't know what episode. I decided to send the story into the show, and I racked my 12-year-old memories for a story, and then it hit me. The story was clear in my mind, and then I started to write out the email, and I simplified it as much as I could because I thought I remembered something about a 200-word limit to a story. I was also trying to make it look like a middle schooler wrote it because at the time I was in sixth grade. I wrote it up without rereading it or giving it. My, uh, a second thought I sent it since then I've become comp I had completely forgotten I'd sent in the story until you read it at the end of the newest episode the story had sounded familiar to me so I went to check my email and sure enough there it was that vile story sent in nearly three years ago I knew right away that I had to write an apology an explanation and I had to rewrite the story so here it is uh from from uh who'd we say David uh, it's called dog drag. Hello, James and John. I have a story for you. Once when I was five or six, I was at my aunt's house and around that time of the story. Only my grandma and I were at the house and they were also looking after our friend's dog for a few days. This dog was a big dog and I'm not sure what breed, but it seemed about the size of a German shepherd. I had really wanted to take the dog outside, but my aunt wouldn't let me. And this makes sense because the dog was big and strong. And though I am slightly taller than it, I'm not very strong. However, when I asked my grandpa around 8.30 that night to take the dog out, she said, or grandma, she said, sure. So, <laughs> I'll show grandpa. So, I put the leash on his collar. I opened the door and he went outside and it was fine for a few minutes until I wanted to go back inside. And then he wanted to explore the rest of the front yard. So, now the dog could go where he wanted to go with no one to stop him. He ended up dragging me down the side of the house. And we went downhill and, and, and it consisted of muddy dirt and some trash. And I was trying with all my might to pull the dog back up the hill, but he, would, he wouldn't stop pulling. Eventually, the dog wanted to go in. So I stood up from the mud and brought him back inside, muddy and crying the whole time. I did get cleaned up and I have successfully walked a big dog after that event. Thanks for the show. We are at war. That, that's his little nickname there. So... Thank you so much for the resubmission. Um, it does. I help. like the resubmission. It does help to to hear the irony, and I guess that's what I would want to educate our middle school listeners uh, too. Is is you have to add the irony. The irony is that 
you shouldn't have taken the dog out in the first place. And yet mm-hmm. you you found a way to do it. And and then you got your comeuppance. And that makes the story enjoyable. But just the fact that you got drugged down a hill by a dog is not. But mm-hmm. but but the fact that you wiggled your way around the rules and got yourself into that situation and then learned a lesson from it. Yes. That is that yep. is that is story material oh, right well, there. Well, I feel like you learned two lessons here. Okay. First is if you're a middle schooler, you don't need to write your story <laughs> as if you're a middle schooler. <laughs> Absolutely. It's already going to be terrible. Uh, you don't know how many I get though. <laughs> I looked through 3 of them today that said I'm going to write this out and then I'm going to write it like a middle schooler and they both sounded the same. <laughs> because they're middle schoolers. Yeah, you you can't you help leave, it. You leave the middle school writing up to the adults. Yeah. If we're going to change it, we'll be okay. Yeah. You are a middle schooler. You've already Just got it. Just write it out. You've already got the gift. That's a good word. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you better yeah. call. Wait, where's your wife? You need to catch her. <laughs> Not catch her, but you need to catch her. Catch her. Uh, hey, this is called Honeyhead, and this is another middle school drama. Hello, James and John. I'm, I'm only reading this for because it's William from Auckland. Okay, I don't, it doesn't make much sense, but this is this is middle school drama. Just today, I was eating honey on bread, and my cousin came up to me and said there was some someone spread peanut butter on her glass deer with massive eyes, and and I said it was me, and she almost hit me on the head with noodles. And then, what the heck is a glass deer? I I don't know. And and does the did she did the glass deer have massive eyes, or does the girl talking have massive eyes? Because you know, just today I was eating honey on bread. And my cousin came up to me and said someone had spread peanut butter on her glass deer with massive eyes. So I'm assuming it's the glass deer, but maybe the cousin had the massive eyes. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's so many questions in that one sentence. Yeah. I said it was me and she almost hit me on the head with noodles. Where'd the noodles come from, man? We need to know these things. And then she thought better of it and decided to move my hand while I ate while I was eating my sandwich. Long story short, she laughed and said sorry as I cleaned the honey from my face. William Auckland. First of all, it was not a long story. You could have just told us that the sandwich hit you in the face. It took yep. le- it took more time to say long story short than it would have yep. just to say she bumped me in the face with my sandwich. So I like long story short because it always means it's going to be long. Yeah. It did, did, did nothing for us. But William, thank you for listening and thanks for sending it in. And um, and I hope I hope other middle schoolers learn from your example. I hope the glass deer with big eyes is okay. Uh, yes, me too. Because that's weird. And why somebody put peanut butter on it. I mean, there's so many unknowns in there. And that's what I love about middle school drama is is they gloss over the stuff you really want to know about and hit you with all these details <laughs> that, that mm-hmm. bring nothing to the story. But anyway, yep. uh, this is called Loose Pebble. My name is Elaine, and this story happened just a few weeks ago. My brother had a track meet, and my dad asked me if I wanted to go, and I said that I did, but it was not to see my brother run. In fact, Uh-oh. I see him run all the time down the stairs to get to the fridge, to the kitchen to open the fridge, to the bathroom after he eats everything in the fridge. You get the picture. I was going to see one of my best friends run. Mm. Yeah, somebody you like, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's important to note that I am a swimmer, a mermaid, if you will. No, no. Oh, Lord. 
You think you're no, a mermaid. You're not. you're not a mermaid. You're not a mermaid. I've seen a mermaid. Yeah. Not really. Nah, I've seen one at Starbucks and they have two tails <laughs> and it's and it's not a pleasant thing. Um therefore, <laughs> when I go to go to land, she says I get jelly legs. No, you don't. You're not What is going on? Are you talking to a sea witch? <laughs> What's going on? This story's so full of crap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a swimmer, a mermaid, and I get jelly legs. So so you've got sea legs, basically, is what you're saying. You're so at home in the water. Okay. Because you're a mermaid. You've seen too many of those mermaid sister movies that are on Netflix. There's, uh-huh. there's a bunch of them. My, my, da- my daughter has seen them. In order not to bring any attention to myself, I jog everywhere. Okay, jelly legs. That is that totally just threw jelly legs out of the out of the ocean there. Nobody would notice a jogging mermaid at a track meet. They would just think it was a weird human. I was jogging back and forth on the track watching the competitors run the 100. Everything had gone off without a hitch until the meet was over. My dad called me over so we could drive home. I kept my disguise and I jogged over to him to hit my nemesis which was, colon, a loose pebble. Translation, loose pebble. They spelled it out really long. Okay. I went down. It was not pretty. There was a trip and a fall and a combat barrel roll. There was also a subsequent, ooh, I left without my dignity and with skin knees. Uh-huh. Mermaids don't have knees. Wait, uh, yeah, uh-uh. D- you see? Already poking holes in this story. Moral of the story, mermaids should stay in the water. Anyway... I'm happy the show is back. It makes me laugh all the time when I'm in class and I get very weird looks. It's quite amusing. Well, that's because you're a mermaid and they're looking at you. Why are you listening to the show when you're in class? Yeah, that's true too. Maybe mermaids have a different set of rules. Maybe. I've been listening since elementary school and I hope you guys continue for a long time. Elaine, P.S. Oh, and just a little fact. I like to change my name every time. Mysterious! P.S.S. These were all separate emails that were sent after the fact, by the way. Oh. <laughs> so I added the PS and the PSS. PSS, and yes, I'm a middle schooler. Really? Well, it was a very mm. well-written uh, email for a middle schooler. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, content what, 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 content was about what, the same, but the, the <laughs> punctuation and grammar were, were, were top-notch. Yeah, I, I actually understood the story. Yeah. Though I didn't understand what was going on. Well, it's it's ironic, there's irony in there because she's a mermaid and she was in disguise. She was yep. disguising she, herself as a running person. And yep. she apparently ran for the entire track meet to apparently disguise herself. Cause no and one she skinned her knees. But if you saw a mermaid trying to run, wouldn't it kind of look like somebody w- that had both their pants in one of the legs, both their legs in it one looked, of the pants. It looked legs? like a bag race. Yeah. It, it's a like potato your, sack like race. Your shoes were tied together. I, I yeah. don't think that's a good disguise. I mean, you'd mm. look like Charlie Chaplin having a seizure, just kind of tripping down the s- stairs there. I don't know. I don't know. Yep. But PSSS, sorry to keep replying, but my parents told me to stop being a prima donna. My real name is Jeannie. Star- sorry for all the confusion. So <laughs> there you go. There's your middle school drama for today. Thanks, Jeannie. Yeah, Jeannie. You're, you you do have the name of a, of a mermaid. We'll tell tell you that right now. All right. Uh, this one's called Overcharged, and it's from a grown human being. Oh, this should be good. 
I went to CVS a few days back. It's called Overcharged. Uh, I went. I went. Uh, to CVS a few days back to pick up my prescription. The total came to $8.55. Just now, I went online to check my bank account, and it showed $48.55 charged from CVS. Obviously, being a very poor person, I kind of freaked out. I, I disputed the claim with my bank online, and then I looked up the phone number and called CVS. I spoke to a pharmacy person. And they didn't know what was up, so they transferred me to the manager, but someone else picked up, and they couldn't help. So they transferred me to a shift manager because the store manager was off. See, that's real drama right there. That's real yeah, life. That's straight up drama. That, that, it's causing me stress right now. That's stuff adults can really get behind because we've all been there. The, yep. the shift manager was very helpful looking up my order by any info I could remember while I dug through my trash and finally found the receipt. True to what my bank account showed, it said the total had been eight fifty five, and I'd paid forty eight fifty five. And that I had received $40 in change, but I didn't get $40 in change. I told the shift manager and then realization dawned and I mumbled some gibberish words of embarrassment and finally managed to tell her what I had only now just remembered that I had asked for $40 cash back at the register. I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth. (laughs) Mm. Oh, I can't. I can't. Bonover, I've stressed myself out like that a few times. <laughs> no, I'm laughing with her, not at her, man. That, oh, yeah. That's definitely something I would do. I would call and I would be nice, but I would be very pushy and I would keep wanting to talk to people. And then just just my luck, it would be something like that that I'd forgotten. I do, I do it to my wife all the time. I'm like, what did you buy for $6? <laughs> And then she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's you. And then I'll do some investigating. And like 30 minutes later, I'll be like, oh, crap. That was me. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't say nothing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I I made the mistake of of questioning how much my wife spends on hair care products. And and, uh, don't ever do that. I don't suggest you ever do that because... Mm. They they come prepared. She's like, "How much did you spend on your hair gel?" Yep. And and I'm like, "15." dollars And I'm like, "But but I I buy one bottle a year, you know. I I use a, a pea sized amount, you know. Well, if you want me to look at this, you know. So, um, it's what it takes. I like it when their makeup all runs out at the same time and they're like, I need foundation and I need the eye stuff and I need the cheek stuff and I need the chin stuff. And I'm like, why can't you get it one at a time? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't think it all runs out at the same time. I don't know. I'm, I, call, I'm calling bull hockey <laughs> on that. I just stay out of it. I, I trust her implicitly. She could be embezzling tons of money. Um saying that, that that it's going to make up and and stuff I don't understand but I believe her and I trust her. Well, you know it's amazing how much uh like personal care products there is on the market. Oh yeah, for guys now too. It's it's become a huge thing. Um they've convinced us somehow that we need body spray and 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 body uh lotion and all this kind of stuff. They, they haven't convinced me, but they've convinced men in general. That's not true. They have convinced you. No. You bought beard oil. I bought it when I had a beard. Yeah, but they convinced you. 
they they didn't convince me to to start using body axe body spray and 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 uh freaking body wash i'm i'm a bar soap guy like a man's supposed that's because to be. when when that came out you weren't a teenager yeah i was a teenager you fell right into sm- it. Uh, yeah i did yeah because yeah. i was like i wanted me a girlfriend i want women and i was gonna go to me I was going to go to church camp smelling like a can of Axe body spray, and I was going to get hooked up. You know why they did that? They did that because nobody wore body spray. Body spray was considered a female thing, and they're like, how are we going to get men to buy this? We're going to make these amazing commercials where women can't control themselves around Axe body spray, guys. Mm -hmm. And it worked. I always assumed that if I put on Bod, you remember Bod? No. Bod body spray? No, I missed that whole period. Yeah, it was a, it was a little before X, I think, but they always had these commercials of these really buff guys putting on their bod body spray, and mm. I was like, if I put that on, maybe I'll look big and tough, and I'll get me a nice Christian girl. Yeah, um, uh, I, well, I'm I'm trusting that that worked out for you, and that mm. all is well. Um, no, I was better off just being stinky. <laughs> If we used your story, then we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Hey, uh, do you have a funny story about going to the doctor? Do you have a a funny story about waiting in line? How about falling down? You can send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Twitter at That Story Show. Review us on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you found us. It helps a lot. You want more great shows? Visit NLCast.com. We've got We're Both Right, a brand new podcast that my wife and I are doing um, that would be of interest to adults out there. It's called We're Both Right. We're Both Right.com is the website, or you can look it up in iTunes, uh, uh, Google Podcasts, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. We're Both Right with Jennifer and James Kennison every week. There's two episodes out right now. Thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to James Spangler, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janusz Striesbeck, and Carrie Wright. Become a patron today and get lots of extra perks uh, at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful, or artistic, you know, craptastically artistic happens to you, Don't get stressed. Don't get depressed. Just think this belongs on that story show. Thanks again, man. I appreciate you for stepping in for John today, Luke. I I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Just between you and me, though, was it really you? Were you the Kirk that was smearing the poop? Mm. Mm. You've already said. There's going to be an after show, right? You've already answered. Is there an after show for the Patreons? There is. There is. Maybe if people give to the patronage, then they'll find out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.